Are you looking to be more informed about what's going on in your community? The Herald has a special digital subscription offer for new generation podcast listeners. You could sign up for a one month trial for 99 cents, then only $18.99 a month after that. With a digital subscription, you get web-exclusive content, including pictures and videos, obituaries, and a searchable archive going back to 2013. You can read the Herald on the web, your mobile phone, and on our Herald app, so you can get all the Herald content and the print paper delivered right to your phone, tablet, or computer. Again, that's just 99 cents for your first month. So you can go to www.sharonherald.com slash pod offer today for this special offer. Again, that's sharonherald.com slash pod offer. Ben Bizet Chevrolet is Mercer County's truck headquarters. Quality new Chevrolets and outstanding pre-owned vehicles, plus an excellent service department to stand behind your vehicle purchase located on Route 19, just south of Mercer. Stop in or call Ben Bizet Chevrolet today at 724-662-5440. At Sharon Regional Medical Center, they believe in the power of people to create great care. Their dedicated employees work hard every day to make Sharon Regional Medical Center a place of healing, caring, and connection for patients and families in the community we call home. For more information, go to SharonRegionalMedical.org. First National Bank provides a full range of commercial banking, consumer banking, and wealth management services, plus industry-leading online and mobile banking solutions. Call your local FNB or go online at fnb-online.com. At Chenango Valley Meat and Poultry, you will find an excellent selection of steaks, burgers, chicken wings, and everything that goes along with it. Voted Best of the Best in 2021 by Harold Readers. Stop in at 1215 East State Street in Sharon or call 724-346-6328 today. Located in Mercer County, UPMC Horizon offers a range of services and medical specialties at two campuses in Farrell and Greenville. Together with UPMC Jamison in Lawrence County, UPMC Horizon provides a regionalized approach to healthcare. If you need care, go to UPMC Horizon or UPMC.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the New Generation Sports Report. I am your host, Tanner Mondock, and I am joined, as always, by the Herald Sports Editor, Dan Heiner. Hey there. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. It is February 14th is the time at the time of this recording. Um, Dan was just telling me this is one of his favorite holidays of the year. I, th- th- listen, man, this is the dumbest holiday. I hate it so much. I always have. I always will. What's just, wrong with it? I, I, I just, I absolutely despise just the fact that we just went through like a three-month stretch, uh-huh. right? <clears throat> a three-holiday stretch. We just got done with New Year's and spending, being thankful for the people that we're with. Mm-hmm. Then you have Christmas where you're supposed to be grateful for the time that you get to spend with your relatives and those that you love. And then New Year's where you're looking forward to another year of being around the people you want to be around. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, all right, and now we get to Valentine's Day, that one day a year where you go and spend time with that one special person. It's like, yeah. no, we just had three of them in a row. It's all about love, though, today. Listen, man. <laughs> the Listen, the I, I think I, I, I said this, you know, before we went on air. Th- this isn't, like, a recent thing where it's like, oh, man, like, maybe he's coming off of a breakup. He just hates it. I hated, like, going into, like, CVS as a kid. Uh-huh. And it's like, man, I need to pick out, like, some kind of funny, kind of cool Valentine's Day card that is like 
quote unquote like gender neutral where you can be like <laughs> uh-huh. this is going to appeal to everyone in the classroom mm-hmm. because I don't want the girls in the class to think that I put zero thought into this but I also don't want to go and give the guys something really stupid that's going to get me made fun of later on right yeah and it's like there's way too much pressure on me as a six-year-old to live up to the societal standard also you can't even get like a half like decent piece of chocolate or whatever you can't like just run to the store and get candy because you got a sweet tooth or whatever because the prices are jacked up through the freaking roof right that's why you wait till tomorrow that's why you have to wait till exactly that's why you have to wait till the 15th for a made-up holidays Uh sale prices to come back down yeah See, when I was in school, I never liked making the boxes, but I did enjoy... I think I probably bought um, Pokemon Valentine's cards almost every year. I was the biggest Pokemon fan when I was a kid. I mean, I still am, but I mean, when I was a kid, I mean, I loved it. But uh, but other than that, I didn't enjoy it too much, but I mean, I don't know. I've been with my girlfriend for about four years now, and I, I enjoy it. I see, like Valentine's Day. See, my thing is, I went to a school that, like... I don't know, like, like a lot of the societal, like, kind of, like, quote-unquote, like, standards weren't there because we were so focused on athletics and school and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I remember, did your school do the whole thing of, like, you go and pay for somebody to, like, drop a rose off or whatever? Like, drop no. a gift off? There it doesn't a, ring, no, I don't think so, no. I've met some people at their school did this, and I remember we did it one year, and just, like, this guy went, he paid for this girl he just started dating. Uh-huh head he was like it was like five bucks or something like that it wasn't like expensive so you know somebody goes knocks on the door you know got a flower for so and so and the look of i'm going to murder him just set on her face and that was the moment where i was like i'm glad we're all on the same page in this classroom of how absolutely dumb this is Uh because she was just like this is the biggest waste of money Right. And I remember her just, like, walking, like, stomping out of the classroom, like, mm-hmm. making a beeline to his locker mm-hmm. for just absolutely embarrassing her in the middle of class. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh. we had nothing like that. Oh, um, that I'm, was the day I thought I was going to see a first murder. <laughs> I'm glad we didn't. Oh, I right? see because, some issues with that. <laughs> well, that's the thing is, like, I remember, t- like, every time, especially this time of year, and especially when you're in school, I would always remember talking to teachers, and they'd be like, oh, you know, like, this is one of those great holidays, you know, it's a, it's a great holiday. It's a great thing. And it's like every stupid idea that they ever came up with. And it's like, no, this is going to be really romantic for a bunch of 14, 15 year olds. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. immediately backfires. And you're just thinking like, well, this is the time I see Mike get put into a ditch. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, hey, this, this two month relationship is not going to see two month and, you know, three days or whatever it was. <laughs> right. Well, as I mentioned, today is the day all about love and something i love is recording the new generation sports report with you, you. so let's get right into what it you did there. <laughs> nice transition you you how long did you have that sitting around there about a minute <laughs> about a minute ago um so yeah let's get right into it uh reynolds they were competing for a piaa team championship and uh they had the very unlucky draw of facing the top team in the state well, I mean, you right can, away you can say had the unlucky draw, but you know, there's not an actual like drawing for the seeds, which is there's that not is, like yes. a seeding in wrestling. So that's a good the, point. Had the very unlucky, I don't know, you know, yeah, take, took a whiz in someone's Cheerios. I don't know how you would <laughs> properly describe it, but yeah, they yeah. they ended up drawing uh, uh, first Christian, if I remember correctly. Yes, yes. It was something like yeah. that, and. Uh, 
number one team in the state. Yeah. And Reynolds knew that that was going to be their draw coming into this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you're going to lose, lose to the team that's going to blow Fort LaBeouf out of the water in the championship. Right. So, you know, they end up in the consolation round. They put up a good fight. You know, I think they lost by six points in the in the consolation round. Mm-hmm. Uh, for some of these guys, you know, there's there's still some more wrestling to be had. We will get yes. to that in a second. Yes, we will be talking about that later on. But um, still, hey, you made it all the way down there, so that's still an accomplishment on its own. And just, also, just neat that you know they beat Fort LaBeouf and Fort LaBeouf in the District Ten Championship game. Fort LaBeouf ended up going almost all the way, so that's kind of neat. But anyway, and I mean, because you know we can't really get into it from the perspective of opinion, things like that. We got to deal with everything kind of factually based. But mm-hmm. I know there were some times where you know. It wasn't just me. There were a couple people who were just like, eh, maybe Fort LaBeouf is better than this. You know, and we were kind of thinking, like, maybe they could have pulled out an extra match or two here and and maybe could have won that against Reynolds over at Sharon High School. And they kind of proved it. Like, yeah, Yeah. you know, when, you know, all is said and done, they can, you know, compete against pretty much anyone outside of, you know, the top team in the state. Right. We ended up just steamrolling them. But, yeah, yeah very impressive showing uh, by Reynolds this year. And, you know, congratulations to the guys up at Fort LaBeouf. They, you know, definitely ended up earning some respect there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll touch on some wrestling more at the end of the show. But um, let's pivot over to basketball. Uh, last week, first game we're going to talk about here is uh, Mercer-Lakeview, a boys basketball game. And Mercer won 49-41. to So this was an interesting one because you you look at Jake Maddox, who's the guy who obviously everyone pays attention to because he's, you know, the thousand point scorer. Yes, he was honored before the start of this game. He was honored before the start of this game. And it's just really interesting because he, because of foul trouble, never really got off of the, got out of the starting gate. Yeah. You know, he, he, kind of pieced some things together in the fourth quarter to keep Lakeview at bay. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, it was actually Day Maddox who ended up doing a lot of the damage. He had 20 points of yeah. Mercer's 49. Mm-hmm. And just he was an absolute nuisance on the defensive end, forced them into some tur- uh, the Sailors into some turnovers. And for Lakeview, if they start off a little bit stronger, I think, they very easily might win this. I mean, this mm-hmm. was only a couple possessions. Right, yeah. You know, in the fourth quarter, maybe if you go and don't turn a ball over here, you get, you know, there was a couple times where, okay, maybe they needed to hit a basket that they really, you know, they, they ended up missing that they really needed. Get those, and all of a sudden it's a different thing. You know, uh, Jake Maddox ended up having a huge layup. I want to say it was a six-point game, five-point game, something like that. And he ended up having a huge layup. Mm-hmm. with like four, I think it was four minutes left, yeah. you know, to just get them back into the swing of things. And that's what you look for from your veteran players. That's mm-hmm. what you look for from a thousand point scorer. When you only have nine points, can you get me four in the fourth quarter? Just kind of right the ship slightly. Right. So he came up big when they needed him. Yeah. Um, just something of note here in this game that I thought was funny is that uh, over at Mercer, the cheerleaders do this thing where it's kind of tucked away behind the student section. They have this display on the wall that shows all the teams that they beat with the team's logo. So they put the Sailors logo up there on the wall, but when they decided to do it, yeah, 
It was, was a little like, are you sure? Yeah. Are you sure you're going to win there this? Was, <laughs> there was like two and a half minutes left or something. Yeah. It was like there was more than enough time that, you know, a couple turnovers, maybe a couple three-pointers. Right. They would be in some trouble. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, <laughs> you know, listen, you know, those are two allied news schools. Mm. They know each other very well. Oh, yeah. Uh, would expect nothing less than a little bit of... <laughs> you know, competitive banter between those two. Yes, it's, uh, yeah, I, I do enjoy it, though. It's That was a fun thing. But, uh, hey, I mentioned final score, this one, 49-41, so it was still, it was relatively close. But um, it, was a, it was a good yeah. one. Yeah, no, this was a good game. Um, so let's just keep this thing moving along here. Uh, we also saw a girls matchup, Sharpsville versus Slippery Rock, and Sharpsville ran away with things on their senior night, 47-17. to 17. Yep, you know, uh, Fry is one of those players you know it kind of seems like she does a lot you know like Mm kind of does a little bit of everything yeah and that was on display in this one i mean just took it right out the gate ends up getting the offense going slippery rock had no answer Mm -hmm. you know so they the rockets have had issues scoring all year and taking care of the basketball and that happened again they they were having trouble getting into their sets they were having trouble making shots and this is the game that Sharpsville these are the ones you have to win. Yeah. Right? Like Slippery Rock is in a rebuild. Mm-hmm. Sharpsville's trying to, you know, compete and try to, you know, get themselves, you know, a kind of onto the bottom half there or maybe into the middle of the pack, depending on when they wanted to make this run mm-hmm. of the uh of the playoff bracket. You need to beat the teams you should beat. Right. And Senior night, a lot of emotion. They took care of business. Credit to those girls over yes. at Slippery Rock because it's very – we've seen it a couple times actually now where senior night's going on, something like that, and then all of a sudden you kind of look up and they go, this is uh, this is not going maybe the way that it really should be going. Yeah. You know, and maybe this seems kind of hanging around a little bit longer than you'd expect, but mm-hmm. uh, they, they were able to kind of push all of that emotion off to the side handle what they needed to handle and then you know fourth you know second half fourth quarter just Mm -hmm. let the running clock take care of business yeah um you know you mentioned the playoffs uh we'll probably touch on that a little bit later on too because that'll be coming up here but um you know i i feel like sharpsville they're going to be a team to watch they've been making things interesting here at the end of the year which is which is interesting because they got off to such a bad start Mm -hmm. and you kind of don't pay attention to the fact that like They've just been kind of steamrolling through everybody at this point. Yeah, like, they're, it's like kind it's, of under the radar. Yeah, yeah, like even like they've had one loss, you know, in this like six game stretch or something like that, mm-hmm. and it was to Wilmington, right? And it which was, is which maybe is, our best girls team other than Kennedy, you yeah, know? Yeah, and even that wasn't a terrible loss. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like they went and had running clock. Okay, you're down forty five points, and you know we, we all knew that this was how it was going to go. They went and fought tooth and nail. They just came up short. Right. So we'll find out about Sharpsville. I think, personally, they've earned enough of respect from myself Mm -hmm. to say that, yeah, they can go up against a number of teams, depending on how the bracket falls, and they might be able to maybe make a run at a district semi or something, depending on how everything kind of plays itself out. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, again, that was a 47-17 win for Sharpsville. So I was not at this next game. I was at a news assignment this night, but uh, Dan was out there in Hickory. 
uh, for a boys matchup. Hickory versus Slippery Rock. Hickory won 56-44. And speaking of senior night. Oh, another senior night. This was another senior night. Uh, so this was an interesting one because Slippery Rock really needed this game. Mm-hmm. Hickory, I mean, they needed this too. Both teams needed this. Yeah. But Hickory, senior night. And it was just kind of a balanced attack. There wasn't any one person that necessarily stood out. Uh, uh, Tyson jo- uh, Djokovic, he ended up having 15 points. Uh, Devin Daniels had 11 points. Uh, Aiden, e- uh, I always, well, I always want to say Enoch. It's, it's, is it Enoch? It's, it, it's like, it's like Enoch. Enoch? I think. I can't remember. I'm I've, sorry I've heard it, it so many different yeah, times. Yeah, I've heard it pronounced a million different ways, and everybody tells me something different. <laughs> but he had 10 points. So it's kind of was a scattering, even, uh, uh, ben Swanson, who didn't have a great scoring night, he only had four points, was huge for them mm-hmm. defensively and just in terms of kind of get passing the ball and kind of keeping the offense flowing. So everyone kind of did a little bit of a different thing. With you know Aiden, it was the passing. With Tyson, it was shooting. With Daniels, it's defense and rebounding. So they all, in the senior night, all four of them kind of collectively impacted a game in a different way at different times. So it was was a very interesting thing of not seeing, like, Fry in the Sharpsville Slippery Rock game just stand up and, okay, I'm going to take ownership. Mm -hmm. They all kind of played a part. Yeah. And for Slippery Rock, it was just they needed – like they, it was another situation of they were able to kind of make little runs, but they weren't able to just finally kind of break through. They were always seemed like they were around like 10 points. And then it's like, okay, if they can get like a three pointer here, if they can get an and one, if you can get this guy into foul trouble, then maybe you're cooking with some gas. And they just weren't able to do it. The Hickory mm-hmm. was able to keep him just at arm's length. So now all of a sudden, Hickory's doing pretty well for themselves they got a, a pretty solid one under their belt slippery rock it's gonna start coming down to the wire now they, right. they need to you know kind of take care of business when they can yeah so who knows how, how everything kind of shapes itself out but i think it was a pretty it was a pretty mm-hmm. interesting game just from that perspective yeah because we don't have much left much games left i mean nope. there's uh end of the week yeah probably some of these teams one or two games left but um we still have one more game to talk about before we get to the rest of the week um, we were at a game yesterday, Monday, uh, over there at Kennedy Catholic, where Kennedy was taking on West Middlesex in a girls' basketball matchup, and Kennedy won 68-32. to And, I mean, this, was, this wasn't a senior night situation, but this was another one, you know? Have the upperclassmen step up, kind of do what they need to do, kind of set the tone. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they're already feeling good because they already got their Region One champ shirts exactly. on as they're warming up, so they're feeling good, you know, heading into this thing. But you know, you could feel good when you have Lake Fields, right? You know? Yes. When you have twenty-seven and eighteen in uh-huh. the middle of the paint, you can feel pretty good for yourself, and and that's saying something because she's going up against Caitlin Stevens, who is another underclassman that is really dang good mm-hmm. from her forward position. Yeah. And she had 15 and 14. So this is going to be an interesting matchup for the future. But right. you look at it, just there's too much firepower at Kennedy. 
Yes. We knew that coming into the year. No one thought that like this is going to be a team that is going to really struggle to score points and play defense. Mm-hmm. This was going to be one of the powerhouse programs, and they have been all season, sixteen and four, thirteen and zero. They suffered a loss in their first game of the year at home, mm-hmm. and then have continued to just absolutely roll. So they, yes, I mean, really, it's going to come down to once we get into the late stages of the district tournament and even then maybe even beyond that mm-hmm. then we'll start to see the challenges pop up so yes but uh surprise to no one they're they're good again um but no lake fields watching her is so much fun i mean she was a freshman last year and she has only gotten better this it, year as a sophomore and again what makes it interesting is this is a young team i mean there is you know like we look oh, at yeah. kennedy they have three seniors yeah so the bulk of this team is going to be coming back next year. Yeah, I mean, what, Monique Vincent, Lake Fields, and Bella Majestra are all sophomores and freshmen. Yeah. There's right, Monique is a, she's, she's a she's sophomore, a, right? She's a sophomore. Yeah, so I mean. So the person running this show, running this offense, yeah. still might not be old enough to legally drive a car. <laughs> right. <laughs> so think about that. She could drive, potentially, Kennedy to a state title, uh-huh. might not be able to drive a car. Yeah. But but just you also look at the flip side. Uh Lexi Babcock is the only senior on West Middlesex. Right, yeah. So this is going to be interesting. You know, now am I going to say that, you know, West Middlesex is going to be at the level that Kennedy is next year? Mm-hmm. No. But give the give both these teams another year. I'm going to be really excited to see. They, they might be the two best teams in the area next season. And when those two teams get together, and oh, yeah. I told you this, and I've also told, or I talked about it with Coach uh, Staunch mm-hmm. after the game from West Middlesex. One of the things I really enjoyed about Stevens is that when she realized she can't power through Lake Fields, they started using her off the dribble and started using, and she started using more of a mid-range game. Mm-hmm. So pulling Fields, either having to pull Fields out of the post where she's not as comfortable, or keeping her in the post and then matching her up against a smaller girl. Right. And then she just goes off for like 12 points in the second half. Yeah. So it's the fact of like just Stevens having the wherewithal and the coaches having the wherewithal to, okay, we got to try to create a mismatch just like how Kennedy is going to create a mismatch with fields. Mm-hmm. We have to create our own mismatch and that little chess game that gets played. And like I said, both players finished with a double double. So it's not right. like either of them had bad nights, but yeah. you know, going to be interesting to see next year, give another year of experience, how everything kind of plays itself. Yeah. out. No, this is always one of the best girls matchups. Every season is the Kennedy West Middlesex matchups. Um, always fun. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to this thing getting even better in the coming years. Yeah. But, uh, again, this was a win for Kennedy, 68-32. to 32. So that wraps up what we covered since the last time we spoke. So just looking ahead here, uh, coming up tonight, Tuesday, we will be at Hickory, where Sharon is coming to town for a boys' basketball matchup. Always fun. I'm sure this will be a packed house. Um, Wednesday, we have playoffs starting already over in Ohio. So we will be seeing Cardinal Mooney at Brookfield Girls. Um then on Thursday, Wilmington at Greenville, girls basketball. Um, they played earlier this season. was a great matchup. And uh, looking forward to seeing this one again. Well, actually, we missed this one. I think yeah. I had COVID during this. But um, so looking forward to seeing this one, two of our top girls teams in the area. Friday, we'll be seeing the Brookfield boys when they take on Matthews. And then uh, Friday and Saturday, we have wrestling sectionals going on. And we'll probably be there Saturday, seeing what's uh, what's going on over there. So, um so, yeah, which one of these do you want to talk about first? Well, the the first thing I want to talk about is let's start off with tonight's game. Yes, which, Sharon at Hickory. Sharon at Hickory. 
this is a going to be really interesting, not just because of the rivalry, right? Everybody knows mm-hmm. Sharon Hickory. But both teams coming in at 5-3. and three. Mm-hmm. Both teams that have now gotten coaches that, you know, no one's questioning how good Hickory's coaching staff is. We know how good their staff is. Yeah, Chris Mello, he's been he's been around he's there been for around, a while. He's been around, we know. But, yeah. uh, and I talked, I think it was about a week or two ago, about how good of a job Lou Brown is doing over at Sharon. Mm-hmm. But the other thing is, both of these teams play completely different styles. Mm-hmm. Sharon is really good when chaos is just ensuing around them mm-hmm. and they can just go and sling it around and, you know, just drive, get into these uh, transition fast break situations and get points. Hickory, they have a situation where when they go too fast, that's usually when they run into problems. And that was their actually their strength against Slippery Rock was they never really got to a point where they were trying to go up and down the court. It was always dealing within the half-court set and being patient and just kind of working within the offense. So I'm going to be really interested to see who kind of asserts themselves over the other one mm-hmm. in, in this one. And we'll find out. Obviously, if you're listening to this, you'll be yeah. able to read the story at SharonHerald.com or yes, in your latest you, issue. You will know by the time you're hearing this how that one goes. Um, but uh, I mentioned we have some playoffs starting over in Ohio where we have Cardinal Mooney at Brookfield. Girls, um, just a little thing of note, Sophia Hook over at Brookfield. She just recently scored her 1,500th point. Yeah. And, again, just one of those players we don't really talk about too often. Mm-hmm. You know, really, really good. She's good at everything she She's does. She's good at everything. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be talking about her in the spring, too. Yep, when, yep. You know, once, mm-hmm. once that, you know, breaks in in the last week of March. Yeah. But... So Brookfield's coming in. They're one of the top teams in their in their bracket. So they're going to get Mooney, who is in a bit of a down year. Mm-hmm. So they're they're going to be the favorites. It's in Brookfield. They should be able to handle business. Yeah, and we'll, we'll kind of see how everything kind of plays itself from that point. But yes, uh, then you know we get to see the boys. We haven't had a chance to see the boys this this year, and, right? Or we, well, we we saw them at the well, beginning of the year. It's been a while. We saw yeah. them with Sharpsville when Williams was making his coaching debut yeah, uh, over in Brookfield. But get a chance to see them again before they start their playoff. Mm-hmm. Next week, right? Next, next Friday. Week. So their game's going to be the 24th. They get a mm-hmm. first-round bye, so they're not playing in the sectional semi. They're playing in the sectional final. Mm-hmm. So we'll figure out who they play. But uh going to be interesting. You know, we, we know what both teams are capable of. We know both teams are more than able to compete. So it's going to be not a matter of can they, it's how far can they go. Mm-hmm. We know they'll pick up a win or two, yeah. but it's a district title in the cards. We'll find out. Right. Um, Thursday, Wilmington-Greenville girls, um, you know, this was a great matchup when they played earlier this year. Um, but, you know, of course, the story has been Greenville, their health, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping they're healthy for this game because, no, this should be a good one. Region 4 on the line. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. you literally can't. can't go anywhere pretty much until you can get that region title locked up so for both of these teams this is going to be so interesting because these are two of the best players you know when you have Kano and uh uh corrupt yep from West Middlesex yeah or sorry what uh Wilmington Wilmington. yes uh when you have you know these are two of the best players Mm -hmm. in the area it's not really a debate so it's going to be an interesting thing because Ken can Greenville generate enough offense collectively as a team mm-hmm. and maybe get 
somebody like Kano to step up and maybe get them 17, 18. Right. You know, if they needed it. Mm-hmm. And on the flip side, we know what she could do over over what uh, at Wilmington. Yeah. She's, I think, averaging something like 26 points a game. Something ridiculous. Yeah, and a sophomore. Yeah. Yeah. Is, yeah. So she's more than capable of handling her own. Oh, yeah. But if they start to kind of shift everything and shift the defense, we know they're going to be playing her, obviously, as the main mm-hmm. main point getter. But can she – her presence and can the the other four players on the court – step up a little bit to take some of that pressure and kind of force the defense to defend as a team, which then can create one-on-one situations. Right. Will be interesting. Another another aspect of who can kind of assert themselves over the other. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be a real good game. I'm looking forward to that one. Oh, yeah. No, we have, um, honestly, all good games this week. This is going to be fun. But um, just before we wrap things up here, uh, anything you're looking forward to seeing at, wrestling sectionals uh, i know we'll definitely be there for the finals on saturday yes. so i'm gonna be really interested i want to see there, there, there's a couple local local people obviously that we, we've been paying attention to but right. the one that i really want to see is going to be um oh god sharpsville uh, uh colin summers colin summers uh, I'm gonna be really looking forward to seeing Colin Summers. Mm-hmm. He's the one that I, because he had he had an absolutely dominant performance in the regular season. Oh yeah, and I know you and I have been talking about this since we saw them for the first time. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking like against Reynolds actually it was the first yeah. time we saw him. And I remember thinking like he made easy work out of Louis DeJoya. Right. Yeah. Who ended up clinching Reynolds really more or less clinching the D10 title mm-hmm. for Reynolds. And they're both of their matches against Corey and Fort LaBeouf. And he lost something like 15 to three yeah, to Summers. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be really interested just to see how far he goes. So again, that'll be going on Friday and Saturday, but I will have the finals coming up um, Saturday. And then, uh, then they do it all over again next weekend. So we'll have more wrestling sectionals next weekend. So uh, then, uh, but yeah, also next weekend, because on Sunday, um district 10 basketball playoff brackets will be getting figured out so by the next time we are recording this we will we'll have some matchups in the playoffs i'm gonna be interested to see how how many we get yeah so which also i don't know if you heard uh briggsy's uh rant Mm -mm. earlier and he brings up a really good point of why do we have teams opting like why do you have the option more or less to opt out of the playoff if not everyone makes the playoff anyway Right, yeah. Which is a really, really good point. I never that thought about it. A good point. You know, because coming from Ohio, where everyone makes it, you'd think that would be something that would be built into Ohio. Uh-huh. So, eh, you know, food for thought. Right. You know, there's your moment of zen. Take it and <laughs> take it and run with it. And remember, I didn't ask that question. Right, yes. Um, so, again, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll have some uh, District 10 playoff brackets to be talking about next time we... Uh, next time we talk so before we uh turn these mics off is there anything else that you would like to add no i i think uh think we pretty much covered it all all right well that'll do it this week on the new generation sports report we are here every wednesday you can find us at sharonherald.com apple podcast spotify and anchor and then of course the new generation podcast every saturday all the same places you can find this show so again happy valentine's day to everyone thank you all for listening thank you dan bah humbug (laughs) Okay. <laughs>